something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings is talking about weddings. You know what we love more than that? What? We love talking about our sticker and picture, <laughs> a giveaway. <laughs> Yes. You generally didn't know what I was going to say, did you? No. (laughs) Well, you know what? The first thing that came to my head was a cocktail because we were just talking about cocktails. Yeah. And I was just like, a drink? (laughs) By the way, we're recording this at one (laughs) o'clock in the afternoon and we're already like, it's too early for a drink and I'm regretting that. (laughs) Um, So yeah, before we get into the show, I want to tell you guys a little bit about our sticker and photo giveaway. Yeah. The idea is um, we want you, here's the process. You ready? ready. All right. Go to whatever podcast provider you prefer. We're Mm -hmm. not going to decide that for you. Whatever you choose, we're really supportive of that. Whatever podcast provider you like, um, hit either subscribe or like or give us a review whatever you can do to show love to wedding confessionals do it yeah take a screen grab email it to our email address which is pamela wedding confessionals at gmail.com in that email you just put that screen grab and your mailing address and in return we will send you a sticker mm-hmm. wedding confessional sticker it's super yep. cute it is cute and um a picture of ruth which is even cuter. Even cuter. She's a cutie. <laughs> so if you've always wondered what the dog looks like, you'll now know. <laughs> um, so that's it. Yeah. Send us your info and screen grab and we will in return as a thank you, send you a sticker and a picture of Ruthie. Yes. <laughs> um, so welcome to the show, Pammy. Hello. I'm, I'm saying welcome to you because we don't have a guest today. I know. It's just us. Yes. Um, so what happened was, you know, we always like to have a guest, but you sent me a link and we knew that we had to stop our normal schedule and do this episode. We did. Well, it's one that we did a year ago. Yep. And we had so much fun arguing yep. with um, with Vogue. Yeah, let's be real. That, with uh, Vogue, the magazine. Yeah, that these, we had to do it again. These two girls that just have a small little podcast are deciding <laughs> to go against Vogue. Yes. I don't know how smart it is. Probably not very. Anna Wintour. <laughs> I don't know if I really want to fuck with She's that. She's kind of a force. <laughs> <laughs> but much respect to Anna Wintour. Yes. Much respect. But we have opinions. We're, she has opinions and so do we. Yes. I like the idea as if she's the one that wrote this. <laughs> she did not. Um, so yeah, we did this last year. And also like the listeners had a lot of feedback and everyone yes. also had opinions. So we feel like the second that article came out and you sent it to me, I was like, well, shit. We got to do this. We got to do this again. Mm-hmm. So this apparently has become an annual thing. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. No, it's fun. <laughs> so basically every year... Vogue puts out an article where it says basically not the wedding trends that are coming up, but basically Mm -mm. the ones that are now out of style. It is an entire article dedicated to shitting on people's trends. Yes. Yes. And the problem is, is that usually what they're shitting on are things that are actually kind of popular. That are still popular. That are in our opinion are probably still popular. But I'm sure to the people that are wedding planners, like the Amanda Walkers of the world that do this for a living, that see this every day are kind of like, yeah, that's out. But for you, you know, Joe or Joanne. Still hitting those Pinterest brides and whatnot and loving those looks. You like what you like. And if you've gone to the couple weddings in the last couple years and then you're planning yours, of course you're inspired by somebody else's stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. So we want to go through. And and stick up for you. (laughs) Well, what if we agree? Because that was the thing we did last time. 
It's true. We're going to do it again. Yes. We're going to go back mm-hmm. and we're going to read every single one of these. Mm-hmm. I've only read the first two, to be honest with you, because I decided not to spoil it because I already started getting mad. <laughs> I haven't read any. I'm yeah. kind of excited. Uh, I sent you the link like blindfolded. <laughs> to catch anyone up that hasn't listened to that episode, it's episode 23. We'll put a link in the show notes and it's called Wedding Trends That Only Vogue Wants You to Avoid. So this will be <laughs> probably the exact same title, 2019. <laughs> So, um, we're going to do this, man. I'm so excited. I'm ready. Hold on. I'm pulling up my phone. I cannot wait to see. So, the article we're talking about, again, we'll put in the show notes too, is specifically titled 37 Wedding Trend Mistakes to Avoid in 2019. (sighs) Okay. So, we're going to go through and keep a tally of every single one, and we're going to see if we agree with them. And then at the end, we're going to find out. My blood's who, already like. Who is going to disagree more with them? Me or you? Oh, there should be a vote on that. We have to give me your prediction. <laughs> I think that I think that you are going to disagree with them more than I am. Probably. Right. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. I don't know why, but I feel like you're going to be like, that's bullshit. I'm going to be like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so Pam, do you want to take number one? Sure. OK. All right. Right off the top. First one, bad hashtags. We know, we know this one's hard. Everyone wants a hashtag that represents them. But with that said, some of them can induce some serious eye rolls. So instead of reaching for a pun, keep it timeless and classic. Um, Uh, No. No. You can have a fucking hashtag. Keep it funny. Keep it fun. Like, come on. It's fine. Yeah. And the whole point is you have to be unique so it actually does filter out everyone else's. Exactly. I think puns are fine. Puns are fun. We love puns. Yeah. Team (laughs) puns. Fuck Vogue. Okay. So we're both a no on that one, right? (laughs) Yes. Ugh. All right. Just getting started. Here Mm -hmm. we go. Next one. Number two. Welcome gifts at destination weddings. Quote, I love clever and useful welcome to our wedding gifts that greet guests in their hotel rooms after they arrive. Snacks, water, and sunscreen are all practical and charming. But a coffee mug with the bride and groom's photo or anything that's not allowed to be carried onto an airplane, it's just a waste. I kind of agree with that. Well, here's the thing. I agree with the little paragraph, but the welcome gifts as de- at destination weddings in general, I'm obviously pro for. Me too. Yes. Ruthie has something to say as well. My God. My dog sounds like she's dying. She really she's does. She's just rolling around. Ruth. She's having a good time. Keep it down. <laughs> um, but yeah, did you, you didn't have a destination wedding. So you didn't give out gifts, right? Or what did you do? Well, I did have um, a gift for those who flew in. So I did have that sort of practical water, Advil, mm-hmm. yeah. sunscreen sort of thing for them when they arrived, um, which I do agree with that. But a, a mug? That seems over the top. Nobody gives a fucking mug. I don't know what this person's talking about. Um, I I had a destination wedding. I mean, it was yes. in my husband's hometown, but for most people, it was a destination. And we gave little we gave little canvas bags that had little lobsters they on were it, really cute. Maine, and all this other stuff inside. I still have mine. Yeah. So it was like, it was you know, it was cute. It was fun. Yeah. I think that the odds of somebody putting a mug in there. Also, you can put a fucking mug in your suitcase. Shut up. Well, I was wondering what it is that they're saying that you can't bring on the plane. I know. Like, don't give out like weed. What, knives? <laughs> weed? Yeah, right? 
Oh boy. Fuck. Somebody gives you weed, then you just smoke it before you get on the plane. <laughs> Tips from me to you. <laughs> okay, so do you agree with them or not agree with them? Um you kind of do don't you well my initial thought was yeah i agree if it's like crazy and you're going to a wedding and you only have a suitcase like i don't know what it is but, but i, I do what like could be so big i don't know but i agree that there should be a gift for those who are flying in yes. so i guess i'm a no i'm a no as well it's dumb <laughs> okay what's next next is unclear but creatively worded dress codes for formal weddings, I think the dress code should always read black tie or formal attire, not black tie optional or creative black tie. Most people will appreciate the clarity and those who might do their own thing will do so regardless of what you write. Okay. Agreed. Yeah, I'll agree with that. See? See, we're not all all bad. Vogue. <laughs> no, it's true. I I don't like a, a vague. No. Or when you don't give me anything and it's just like, I mean, I hope you're okay. Maybe you just don't care at that yeah. point. But yeah, what, what do you think creative black tie means? That sounds like a costume party. Right? Yeah. And, but I totally agree with those who are going to be creative are going to do it anyway. Yes. Some people just do what they want. And that's just how these things work. And that's the kind of the thing is that as much as you want to kind of set a look at the end of the day, good luck telling adults what to wear. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's just, they're going to wear what they want to fucking wear. I have kids. Good luck telling them what to wear, too. <laughs> Doesn't change. Uh, all right. Number four ceremony circles. Um, a large round ring adorned with flowers or greenery becomes the preferred backdrop for many outdoor or boho chic weddings last year as alternatives to arches. But I don't think it will stand the test of time as couples revert to more classic options. Is this really a thing? I guess if it's a smaller wedding. I, I I mean, I like it. I think I think it, you know, the circle represents so much in a wedding ceremony that whether they stay or not, I don't I don't think it's Yeah, I'm not gonna lose sleep over the geometrics of your No <laughs> wedding ceremony. I think it's fine. Do it or not. I think they'll they may kind of fade a little bit but I think they're probably here to stay I think honestly the thing about the circle is there's a better chance that everybody can see at least something because sometimes you get stuck in an angle where you're just like well I got nothing yeah true <laughs> you know what I mean just just looking at a butt <laughs> or like Hope a, it's a good one or like a flower like I've had this situation yeah. once where I sat and there was these ornate things that were on pillars on the on down the aisle mm -hmm. and the angle that I sat basically the, o the only thing I could see was just all of the flowers I got like the w perfect wrong seat Oh, no. It's like all this money they spent for me to not actually see their wedding. Perfect. <laughs> um, okay, so that's ceremony circles. Um, next. So wait, up, are we in agreement? Oh, I don't agree with them. I think they're fine. Yeah. Okay, so that's nose and nose. At this point, we're tied. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. What's next? Number five. What's next is geometric ceremony backdrops. Geometric shapes have had their time in the sun, but this trend won't last. You'll be looking at your photos forever, so don't date your wedding this way. Oh, that's dumb. Everyone's wedding is dated. Yeah. <laughs> the idea that you're going to have a timeless wedding, like, that's not possible. Come on. <laughs> and also, Amanda Walker said that geometric shapes were very um, much in. Yeah. These people are dumb. Vogue doesn't know. No, Vogue don't know. Vogue <laughs> don't know. 
<laughs> yeah, I think that I think that they're cool too. And I mean, maybe in like super trendy high end stuff where people are, but this is it's not that new to a lot of people. Yeah, no. Um, speaking, I mean, of- I knew about the circles like we just talked about, but the geometric I thought was new. And they're already saying it's out. It's fine. I think it's cool. Do your thing. They're fun. Go geometrics. Go. Okay. Um, okay. Next, oversized bouquets. Take a cue from Meghan Markle and opt for a smaller, more classic bouquet. Large, wild, and basically too big to hold bouquets are done. It's time to see more refined, elegant, and simple arrangements that don't overshadow the bride and her dress. Mm. Oh, Pamela. What does one think about this? Um, I, Different parts of this kind of speak to me. Okay. Like I... My first thought is you do you. If you want a big ass bouquet, do it. Don't doesn't matter. Yeah. If you want something small and simple, do that. But I do think that you don't want to, you know, put the focus on the bouquet. The focus on should be on the bride. So okay, I I kind of think that just to do something, you know, that works for you. If you have a big ass dress, go with a big bouquet. But if you have a smaller dress, maybe something smaller makes more sense. Hmm. Okay. I just think that some people just like the drama of it all. And if you like the drama, then yeah, then like go for (laughs) it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's kind of, it's so, I just feel like trying to say like, what is a trend like that? I mean, the end of the day, it's like saying like what dresses are on trends, but like, there's always going to be some people that like mermaids and ballroom are going to be, you know what I mean? They're always going to be in trend because it's just a silhouette. Yeah. And I feel like big and small flowers. I'm like, it just kind of. Like it's so specific to your space and your time of year and your vibe and, and your, your budget and your budget. Yeah, all yeah. of it. I don't. I don't agree with this. <laughs> I'm a no. So you're a maybe. I'm kind of a maybe on you're, this. Okay. Maybe's not you've yes or no. I yeah. Don't waffle on me, man. Mm, all right, I'm agreeing with them. Okay, boom. Pamela has two yeses so far, keeping a tally. <laughs> you're a Vogue girl after all. We're not done yet. <gasps> Oh, what's next? I know. Next. Fair, 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 fair. <laughs> Flower crowns. Okay. <laughs> I said it. Flower crowns look beautiful in certain settings and with certain styles, but I fear that the bride and her wedding party, it is often too much. Fear away from the floral halo and opt for a more standard look instead. They fucking did this to us last year. Yeah. Fuck you. Flower crowns I were adorable. I think they adorable. flower crowns. Clearly. Two years in a row. <sighs> they're doing it because it didn't actually go out of trend last year and everyone still fucking <laughs> did it because they're cute as hell. They are cute. I have never worn a flower crown for the record and the next time I get a chance, I'm fucking buying one. It looks fun. They're fun. It looks I, like you're a fairy princess. I wore one for uh, my sister Jessie's wedding. We all had them. Did you love it? I did. Even even my daughter had one. It was adorable. Beautiful. Yeah. I think they're fun. I don't get that at all. What's wrong with it? I don't it's... understand why opt for something more standard, a standard look, so you look like everybody else. Do something fun. Ugh. I mean, also like do something standard. I thought the whole point was like everything's a trend. Whatever. I can't. <laughs> Gotta have that timeless wedding. Yes. <laughs> so everyone always thinks that your wedding was just yesterday, which is ridiculous. <laughs> never so gonna happen clearly a moment in time no flower flower crowns team forever flower crowns <laughs> yes and we love I'm them in. on instagram and we'll always re re ig them yes it's true uh, oh 
repost mm-hmm. the hell out of a yeah. fucking beautiful flower crown. Heck yeah. That one on the dog that we put up. So cute. So cute. I know. Put a flower crown on a child or an animal and I am just happy <laughs> on top of adult women or men. Everyone should get a flower crown. <sighs> what if we had a whole wedding where everyone got a fucking flower crown as you walk in? You get a flower crown. You get a flower crown. <laughs> yeah, uh-uh. take, that, take that Vogue. Okay, going on to the next one. Is this me? Do we even have to vote? Oh, I just already put down no for both of us. <laughs> I didn't even ask you. Perfect. Just, right when it said flower crown, I was like, and like, and then. <laughs> like, we don't even need to discuss this. It's true. Okay, the next one is monochromatic bridesmaids dresses. Monochromatic bridesmaids dresses attire is no longer the requirement. Instead, stick with a complimentary palette and let members of your bridal party wear different patterns, styles, hues, and designers that express their individual points of view. Yeah. I mean. Mm. Mm. If you want to look, you have a look. I think I think that is never going to go out of style. The match? The yeah. matchy-matchy? Yeah. yeah. I really. Um, and I don't know. I don't necessarily agree with wearing different patterns, styles, and colors. Sure. But patterns? Well, what I think the big controversy or the big, how do I put this? I think in theory, everyone thinks that by giving everybody a choice, this will make it less dramatic and make it easier. No. And sometimes that's not true. No, we've heard stories. Now it's just wide open. Now the bride doesn't like what you picked. Yeah. And, or, yeah. So I am chill with the idea. Here's the thing. It just matters who you are and what kind of ceremony you're having and what your expectations are true. and your relationships with people. That maybe it is for the best to do this and it's like everyone's chill and you trust everyone's style and it's fine. And maybe, you know, that way somebody gets something they like and maybe they'll wear again. But um, I do think sometimes giving people limits kind of helps people not feel overwhelmed. Well, also, if you have 10 people or nine, you know, there's a lot who have many bridesmaids and you try and get all of them to figure it out together on their own. That spells disaster sometimes. Yeah. I'm a. I'm gonna say yes because I like the idea of it in theory, and I don't like the idea of saying I don't know. I I, I like the idea of this becoming a thing as long as it's within a certain boundary. You say say yes or no. I think I, I'm cool with them. I think there's room for both, and I really don't feel like it's ever gonna go away. Yeah, like it's agreed. not a trend. This has been forever. The new trend. The new trend is letting people pick their own colors and design. I think that is the trend monochromatic is not a trend are you a yes or a no pam <laughs> that the listeners need to know uh no i don't agree with she's a no <sighs> wow mm-hmm. lives are being changed here i don't know if our relationship is going to survive this <laughs> <laughs> okay. who are you <laughs> i feel like i never knew you <laughs> this is gonna be the last episode <laughs> Okay, what's next, Pammy? Shades of white bridesmaid dresses. This trend will make your white wedding dress one of the crowd rather than the bell of the ball. It's your big day. Don't be afraid to stand out. Wait, so what does that mean? Does that mean not white or just like champagne? Does it still mean shades of white bridesmaid dress? Oh, I'm sorry. I read as shades of white bride's dresses. Like, where is shit? But you mean bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. I where, the, this is like the white wedding where yeah, everybody's wearing white. This is white. like Solange's wedding. Yes. Yeah. Fuck sure. Why not? 
I don't know how that's going to be timeless, though, because that's clearly a real trend. <laughs> what do you think? I'm fine with it. If it's a look, especially in like a Palm Springs or a desert, I could feel in the whites. Pam is making a face. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I'll say yes to it. It's not my favorite, but... You can just not like it. You want the bride to stand out and everyone, anyone walking by would immediately be like, that bitch got married. Yes. But, but no, okay, so wait, we're, we're not agreeing with Vogue? I am agreeing with Vogue. I think it's fun. No, they're saying this is a trend that you should avoid. <gasps> oh, oh, that's right. So you're right. not agreeing. <laughs> oh, I'm not Are agreeing you? with Vogue. Wait, yeah. the trend to make your, it's your big, oh, yeah, no, I'm not with Vogue on this. I like team, team, what I meant you're was team I'm, white. I'm team white bridesmaids dresses. I'm team Vogue. Okay. So you're going to say yes. And I'm going to say no, because you like people to feel special on their big day. Yes. I also, I do think it's cool for people that are a little shy. What a fun way to kind of feel like you're not as, you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, that's fine. We can agree to disagree, Pam. Yeah, we disagree. Things are getting heated up in here. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Okay, and number 10 is coral color palettes. Pantone may have named Living Coral their color of the year, but please don't name it the color of your wedding. Ooh, snarky. The pinky peach hue will quickly feel outdated and make your bridesmaids look like they stepped off the set of a John Hughes movie. (laughs) It is very 80s. Coral is very 80s. Well, you know what it is? It's so close to the millennial pink. That's obviously like sort of had a big moment is sort of, it's still in the world. Like a pink, the, the pink, the millennial pink's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, this is, I mean, also we're talking about, I mean, coral's a tough color for a lot of different skin tones. So I can see already naturally that not being something that people want to do. But I think it's, I don't know. I mean, it's one thing not to want to make it your bridesmaid's dress, but I think that the color palette itself and like flowers or you know, dishes or any sort of pops of color or tablecloths. I think it'd be very pretty, especially in certain like tropical desert summery vibes. Yeah. You're not, you're not team. No, I'm, I, I like coral. I'm, I'm good with that. So you think that it should remain in and you shouldn't, are you, are you agreeing with Vogue that coral should be out? No. Or? Okay. So we're both no on the coral. That's funny because when we read this, I want to say yes to it, but actually I'm saying no to their opinion of it. Does that make sense? <laughs> like, yes. hurts my brain. <laughs> and again, we're doing this sober, so I can't imagine if we'd done this in the evening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number 11. All right, next up, multiple dress changes. It seems like the trend is to change for every part of the wedding, the ceremony, the dinner, the dancing, and the cake, and sometimes the after party as well, but it impacts the quality of the experience for the bride on her wedding day. It takes a minimum of 15 minutes to change, but almost always longer, especially if hair and makeup is being adjusted. Two dresses should be the absolute maximum so that you don't miss out on all the fun. Hmm. Agreed. Here's another thing, though. Sometimes dressing up is the funnest part of the night. (laughs) I disagree with that. You're getting ready to go out for the night. So it's the getting ready part is the most fun. I think that like if you're doing it with a bunch of people and you're like bridesmaids are helping you and it's kind of fun and you're like if you're a person that fucking loves fashion and this is like your time to like be a fashion person and really fucking go nuts. (laughs) 
so I mean, honestly, I had like a half change. I like swapped out the, what do you call the waist thing? The sash? Mm -hmm. I swapped out my sash and I took my hair down for the for the reception afterwards. So I did change a couple little things. But it's saying yeah. two is the maximum. Two is the so maximum. I'm agreeing with that. I don't think there should be more than two. <laughs> I think if you're a bride who's even contemplating three dresses, you're fucking doing three dresses. <laughs> but the trend of it, the trend, do you think the trend is ridiculous? I think the trend is ridiculous. And yeah. if that's not you, the fact that this trend is going away, I'm kind of happy because if you stress over weddings in the first place yeah. and then you're like, oh my God, I have to have three dresses, three dresses, then I'm for this to go away. Yeah, I'm going to agree with them. I mean, it makes me laugh and like live your life. But like, yeah, it's definitely doesn't need to be a thing. So we're both agreeing with Vogue. Yep. Congrats, Vogue. We did it. <laughs> okay. Uh, number 12. That's me, right? I'm the Ebenzies. Yes. Yep. Too much minimalism. Ever since Meghan Markle wore her minimalist Givenchy dress, many dressmakers are proposing simpler designs. That, however, does not mean that this type of dress is the right one for you. Wear that fits your style and personality. After all, staying true to who you are is always in fashion. Thumbs the fuck up. 100%. Hondo. That is what we call a you do you. I mean, I love that look. But again, if you want to do something frilly or fun or whatever. This was also her second wedding. So maybe she went, you know, a little more. Yeah, it was already quite the glow up compared to the first wedding, I'm sure. <laughs> a little bit. Maybe. And I will say, for the record, I said I wasn't that. I was underwhelmed by her dress. I was too. Oh, she needed sorry. one more fitting. Sorry, Megan. You lost too much weight. You got nervous. I get it. It I happens. I totally get it. Oh, yes. I mean, she looked beautiful. Well, yes. But we're being like ultra picky. Yes. I just preferred her second dress. Um, She looked Sleek hot. as fuck. Both that. of them. When they're getting that car, it was like, whoo. Yeah. Whoo. I know. It was so like Bond-esque. It was, it was, it was just so, so funny hot. too. The idea of like two people, the whole point of this is like basically symbolically saying like we're only fucking each other for the rest of our lives. And meanwhile, they walk out and the whole world is like, we all want to bone all of you. It's <laughs> all <So> couple. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, look at us now, the hottest people in the world. Too late, though. We're bound to each other. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. It was awesome. Yes. The fucking fantastic couple. I absolutely adore them. Okay, next. Next. Overly customized dresses. Customizations can offer a unique opportunity to incorporate elements of your personality and style into your gown. But it's easy to get out of hand. You want to avoid redesigning your dress to the point where you are completely departing from its original silhouette. At the end of the day, you want to love nearly everything about the design you choose to buy in the first place. You don't get married with the idea of wanting to change too much about the other person, right? Uh, Is that the exact opposite of the one that was before? <laughs> Holy cow. You can't get it right. No. You can't win with these people. <laughs> Seriously. I know I mean, they did it on purpose to fuck with us, Vogue, and mm -hmm. we're noticing. We noticed. <sighs> I mean, uh, I understand kind of their purpose or whatever, but sometimes you just want what you want and you have to start somewhere. I'm fine with this. Yeah. Customize the shit. How often in your life do you actually customize a gown for yourself? It, yes. This is it. Unless you're a fucking Oscar award winning actress. Do it up. If you have the money and you're excited by this. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So obviously, because we were so excited about the other one, we're exact opposites this, on this one. This sounds like a dressmaker who God. is done 
Like, how would you follow this list if you were, you can't. don't read this, guys. Just don't read this thing. It's going to drive you insane. <laughs> okay, so up next is monogram everything. One trend mistake to avoid is overusing a monogram. If you're using a monogram, it's important to do so sparingly and not at every touch point of the day. Keep the dance floor simple and save your monogram for the invitation instead. I mean, they're excited. Is this a thing? I don't know. I've never. I mean, this person that wrote this, I think probably had one couple that did everything. I've never noticed this to be a problem. I haven't either. Yeah, I think I the odds of you doing it on everything are so slim to none. Well, and wait, if it's you, on like napkins or... Or maybe if you have like a really cool design and the monogram looks rad, like you did something extra to it. Yeah. I think that this could be some like like almost like your family crest that you've created. I think this could be fun. I also don't think this is a thing. I agree. <laughs> I think that's the main reason why I'm against this. It's like, I think you made like this maybe up. Maybe one person or a couple people did it, but this is not a trend. This is not a trend we have to worry about. No. So we're both no's on this yeah. one because it's dumb. Okay, we're on to number 15. Next one. Out of season decor. Although using trees and foliage in floral designs is increasingly popular this year, it does not fit every season or venue. In other words, always consider your location and date before incorporating a trend. I mean, sort of. I don't know if you guys can hear the dog <laughs> snoring, but she's she's, she's out sleep. Um, this <laughs> is fine. I mean, the odds are who does this? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Maybe you always had this dream of a winter wedding and this venue that you want is only available in like July. And you want to do like your vibe. I, I, I think this is fine. Or if you want to bring the outdoor in or whatever. Maybe I, you're from, you're from like, I don't know, you're from Colorado, but you're getting married in Hawaii, but you still want to bring a piece of Colorado with you. Agreed. With some cone, pine cones. I think it's fine. This you is do dumb. You. It is. Right? Yeah. This is a no for us. Yeah. Also, again, don't really think it's much of a thing. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Like most people have like, they use the plants that are around the seasonal or the location. Yeah. This agreed. isn't a thing. This is, the, now we're just like grasping for, for wedding style straws, for cute paper <laughs> wedding straws. <laughs> All right, uh, next. Okay, me? Yep. Succulents and cacti. We've been seeing succulents and cacti for way too long. Instead, infuse your florals with pampas grass, protease, and other textured grasses. I don't know what any of those things are. I'm guessing it just means grass. So he thinks succulents and cacti are out. Haven't they been in for like maybe two years, three years max? Yeah. I feel like it's a newer I feel like thing. this is still like on the upswing. Yeah. I mean, grasses are fun. <laughs> it's fine. you know what i think i think it's all beautiful yeah. i think it's just a matter of the look that you're going for and you know i mean this is we live in it's hard the for us West. again we lived in southern california yes succulents are everywhere and it's very it's it's regional for us so the idea of the being out of out of touch doesn't make sense to us because they just are our plant life exactly it's like going again to Colorado and being like pine trees are so passe. And it's like, it's a fucking plant that's indigenous. What do you want? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This is, dumb. this is just like shitting on nature, which is dumb. Right. Yeah. This is like, this is like me reading. I will find it. You guys Google maps, you know, like the Google maps has like their Google review of stuff. Like when you look on locations, kind of like a Yelp thing. Mm -hmm. 
And I was doing research for having a family vacation to the Grand Canyon. The Grand Canyon only gets four out of five stars. I'm sorry, what? The Grand Canyon. <laughs> the Grand Canyon gets four out of five stars. And I mean, a natural marvel that will literally take your breath away. Yes. Four stars. People are dumb. Impress me. The gift shop was sparing. It was like the reviews. The reason why people were giving negative reviews are about like, I didn't like the bathroom. I'm like, it's the Grand Canyon. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Really? I'm going to put a link. I was so pissed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, so on to end of my rant. Your turn, Pammy. All right. Uh, Asymmetrical arrangements. The asymmetrical look tends to draw the eye away from the proceedings and the bride. Instead of opting for this avant-garde look, choose curated flowers that create symmetry. They will be chic and timelessly elegant. This is nothing. I mean, this is personal preference. I personally don't like the ace. I like symmetrical. So that is me, but... We both do because we like things all in a row. The type A in us comes out. It jumps out at the ice. The idea of asymmetrical. We're like, no, 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 no. It has to be a color. It's not even color order. Take all those crayons out of the box and put them in differently. <laughs> yes, but I also think there are people that like find the beauty in that and the art and the kind of yeah. I think they're modern, cool. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Well, hmm. and very mid-century modern. Uh, modern is back, so like that yeah. kind of goes with that. I think it's still cool and fun i think it's fine yeah we're both saying that that's dumb we say no vogue no vogue (laughs) no vogue no vogue okay so we're on to number 17 out of 37 okay we're getting there but was that the halfway-ish mark kind of don't make me do the math um (laughs) fake fake hedge walls I realize that plastic green faux shrubs have been around for a while, but every time I see them, I cringe. Perhaps in a faraway setting where people cannot see or smell the plastic, they can be useful. But I think couples should challenge themselves to avoid them. Uh, I agree 100%. I think that in the Instagram social media world of it all, a good picture sometimes seems like a more important thing than the actual moment. And that's why people end up with those. Do you know what I mean? You do it for the you do it for the gram. It's pretty in the gram because it's like this lush thing in the background. You can't tell it's fake. Mm, that's good. I that's a possible. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're more of a gram person and you don't care in this youth culture, man, that's what they're into. Um, I mean, yes, I think for the most part, in my personal opinion, I think plate fake plant stuff is tacky. I, I'd rather go without than have fake. Agreed. But get creative. Yeah. But just a fake hedge wall looks like a fake hedge wall. So I I just agree with Vogue. It may be your thing or works for your venue or what you need to do. But I think if you can avoid it and choose something else. Yeah. I'm actually going to agree with them. I say be more creative. Okay. So we actually agree with them on the hedge. Yes. Like edge, hedge. Hedge. Hedge wall. Okay, 18. Hit me. All right. Greenery garlands as table runners. This trend is almost never executed properly and creates a messy look on the table. It's time to move on. (laughs) This wedding planner clearly had some bad experience. Oh, my gosh. I mean, here's the thing. When When you walk up to a table right when you first sit down, if you're the first ones at the table, it looks beautiful. It's so pretty. Yeah. 10 seconds later, it never looks the same. <laughs> it gets moved. Somebody sets a drink on it. I, 
your purse and then somebody puts yes. this down and then there's food and something slops and you spill a little bit of red wine on something. Like, it's a table where you eat. Things are going to get messy. I personally think the less on the table, but I think that's beautiful. Yeah. But, you know, for practical and I'm very practical, like keep get the it shit simple. out of there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's fine. I wouldn't shit on it. I don't no. really care. I think that I think that that can look very cool, especially again with the table runner. If it's like a longer table, I think it's kind of fun. And I like the idea of mixing it up and not just having like a vase and there's the flowers doing mm-hmm. something different is fun. Yeah. I'm fine with this. I don't agree with folk. Well, and I, I do like the idea of greenery garlands is because it's low and yep. you can actually see, see the person, people, yeah. you know, across the table and have a conversation. So I actually enjoyed that part of what this is. So you don't agree with them? No. Okay. So greenery, we both <laughs> say no. On to number 19. Silk runners on tables. This is just beyond overdone. The whole soft and pretty look is on its way out. <laughs> really? So then what's in? You Hard and have, ugly? You want to have a soft and pretty wedding? <laughs> You're a basic bitch. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? I didn't realize pretty went out of style. Apparently. <laughs> what the fuck? What do they want people to do <laughs> for their weddings? You better have an ironic wedding. <laughs> Silk runners on tables. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. I cannot care about this. No. And they're timeless. You want to talk about timeless? That's timeless. Yes. And it's fine. That happened in 100 years ago. It happened in the 80s. It can happen now. That yes. is fine. That one's staying. Do not lose sleep over a goddamn silk runner. <laughs> right? Stupid. Yes. Oh, God. One day we're going to have one of these people on our show. and We're going to have it out. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Okay, um, All right. up next. Odd napkin placements. What? Oh, <laughs> she's already into it. <laughs> I hadn't scrolled down to even see it until you started <laughs> reading. Go ahead. Pinning napkins underneath plates so that they drape over the edge of dining tables is decidedly over. It's not elegant to have to lift a plate to access your napkin, and they always look like laundry left out to dry. We're not sure how this ever became a thing, but we will be thrilled to see it disappear. Have you ever heard of this? No, but I mean, it's just people doing something different. Like, I get it. I have never heard of this. Pam, do you know how many wedding planners and wedding like websites that we follow on Instagram? Have you literally ever seen this? Yeah, but I think it's like the same as like, you know, turning your napkin into a duck or whatever. Like you do different things with with napkins. I 100% don't care about this, but I also don't believe that this has happened more than like three times. So you have to lift your plate to get to your napkin. Okay. Yeah. You have to lift your knife or fork to get to it. (laughs) Right? Yes, that's true. If you were to ask me, like, if I had gone to a wedding and the next day someone had asked me what was the napkin placement, the odds of me knowing the answer to that, slim to none. You're like, wait, what? There was a napkin? I know. I was like, I just used that tablecloth and ruined the little center's piece. <laughs> there was a nice silk runner. I just, I'm, I just used the silk runner. I used the leaf from the... From the just took some branches. Oh, my God. <laughs> like I'm camping and use a leaf as toilet paper. Do not invite me to a wedding, guys. No. I clearly don't know how to act. No. <laughs> this is 
dumb. So we're both this saying is this is dumb. This yes. Isn't, one, this isn't a thing. And even if it was, it's fine. Ugh. Put your napkins where you want. I can't believe that's a sentence that I have to say. <laughs> Put your napkins wherever where you want. the hell you want. Empower yourself. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Put your napkins where you want. Jesus. Okay. What is next? Fringe. I'm... <laughs> all fringed out save the paper fringe for birthday parties hmm what's a fringe fringe because like like british people that's bangs right what is not bangs like just paper like 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 long slips or like little what is that describe to me fringe describe to the listeners at home pam i don't i mean i don't know exactly all i know is the way what this is describing is for a birthday party i'm like all right fringe is on the edge of tables and up high and you know i'm, I'm googling just the fringing. word paper fringe and see what comes up okay like front of tables oh yeah yeah that shit's tacky <laughs> it is for birthday party it's for young it's for kids. children's it's for children's birthday, birthday parties. parties yeah I'm yes. out. i agree with you guys i agree okay i was rolling my eyes but now i'm in <laughs> I apologize, Vogue. We are on the same table about number 21 of Fringe. <clears throat> number 22. All right. Next up. Blue and white. How do you pronounce that word? <laughs> Hold on. I'm Googling it. China. Cho- chin. Chin. This looks Shin. French. Okay. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. Shin. Wait, wait, wait. Let's okay. see. Let's see. Chinoiserie. What? Hold on, I think this is again. Chinoiserie. No fucking chinoiserie. Okay, and now I have to look up the actual like Google of what it is. Do you know what it is? Blue Um, and what color? Blue and white chinoiserie. Oh, okay. What is it? It's that kind of like the blue and white. It sort of looks like um, dishware that is like the white and like pastoral, the oh, pastoral yeah, yeah, yeah. blue and white kind of like wallpaper or what you'd have on a china set. Yeah. I don't, is that French? Maybe I mean, it's a French word. It feels very, is. it sounds very French. Okay. So that's what we're thinking about right now. And they're saying okay. that it's out. Well, let's see what they say. Blue and white chinoiserie was a star of that. last season. It may have a few more minutes in the spotlight, but personally, I've seen enough blue and white plates to last a lifetime. For couples beginning to plan in 2019, I'd opt for another look. Hmm. Okay. So they're saying that if you're starting now, that trend is going to be 2020 will be out. Yeah. If you're still using it for 2019, you're cool. I think that it kind of goes with that whole, I feel like when Amanda was talking about the whole idea of like things that feel like almost like Alice in Wonderland, very British, very like English garden, yeah. this kind of fits that. Well, and this is navy blue. blue yeah, which is coming, a huge color. Yeah. So I think it's going to be big in 2019. And I think I will say that is kind of a timeless look. Like people's great grandmothers had dishes like that. For sure. And they're fancy and they always feel elegant. Yeah. I like it. They're saying I didn't timeless. know what it was until two minutes ago, but I'm I didn't in. either. I didn't know how to say it. I don't or... know how something can be timeless, but also off trend. I'm not in. I say no to Vogue. What do you say? No to Vogue. No to Vogue. Yes to that word, which is what again, Pam? Shinwaza. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Shinwaza he. Shinwaza. I can't get it now. I had it. Shinwaza he. Shinwaza he. Shinwaza he. Shinwaza he. Oh. 
That was pretty good. Okay, ready? <laughs> Going on? Yes. This is the next one, which is 23. Okay. Neon signs. Neon signs are very cool, and I have had many couples use them in the past with great success, but I fear the concept is being overused and maybe a trend that will look dated soon. Buyer beware. I mean, hmm. I think they can be sometimes. I mean, as long as it doesn't look like you're like a fucking the 80s? Budweiser ad. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's yeah, cool. It's very 80s to me. Yeah, but neon. 80s are kind of in right now. The, when you think about it, when I think about it looking cool, as I think about a photo booth or an Instagram moment where it's like either like a hedge background and then you mm-hmm. have that in front of it. or You like, have your monogram. Yeah, your in. monogram or your names. <laughs> I actually think it's kind of, if I walked into a wedding and somebody had a neon sign of their names, I'd be like, that's fucking cool. I'd still be in. I think it, uh, it feels youthful. Sure. I feel like that's like a young couple that's like kind of trendy and fun. I'm fine with it. I think it's fun. I I think, I mean, it's fine. It's, it's not my favorite, but I think that it has to go with like the location. You know, mm-hmm. it makes sense in different locations where it may not make sense in others. So yeah. if you're like in Miami and you're like neon sign, be like, heck yeah, let's do this. Yeah. Um. I feel like it definitely sets a tone of what you want in your reception. For sure. And maybe if you're going with more of a party vibe, I'm cool with it. Yeah. I also think anybody who does that has had one of their parents be like, what is that? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Somebody had to fight with their mom about this sign. It's going to be really cool. (laughs) What? You're getting a a neon sign? (laughs) (laughs) Is that what moms sound like? Yes. All of them. (laughs) Neon sign. (gasps) This next one. What? All right. Next up. Plexiglass. (gasps) Let's retire plexiglass as a decor material unless there's truly a good reason for it uh, for its own properties. Too often it is used to imitate metal, glass, mirror, lacquer. But you know what? It's none of those things. It's plastic. And it always looks like it. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Sometimes we don't have the budget for it not to be plastic. It's one damn day. Sure. That's why you people use it is that it's cute. It looks good in pictures and it's Get one creative. day. It's fine. Yeah. Keep cu- And also, as Amanda said, plexiglass is still very much in. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. I, this is dumb. Yeah. Right. Oh, to confirm, no are you cool with neon? I am. I'm okay with neon. Okay. So you don't agree with folk. Just yeah. trying to keep up. I forgot to take the tally. We both are against Vogue about the plexiglass. Yes. Of course. Because I don't want Amanda coming after me. Mm-mm. <laughs> and she will. I know, right? Okay. Um, up next is 25. Overdoing video mapping. Video mapping on wedding cakes has become a recent trend. But some things should be left as is. I'm all for using this dramatic technology on building facades, but not when it comes to something as small and as special as a wedding's dessert. I 1000% don't know what the fuck this person's talking about. I don't either. What Wait, the video heck? mapping on wedding cakes. Okay, Google, hold on. Video. <laughs> this is fucking nuts. Video mapping wedding cakes. Oh, it's a thing. It came up. Okay, hold on. Oh, okay. I will see. click a link. I will show you, I'll click a link to a YouTube video. It's basically, oh God, this is making noise. It's like a light show on your wedding cake. It's like the color of light. What's the color of light show at Disney World? Or it's what is Tinkerbell. it? It's Tinkerbell. Yeah. 
you basically are using projections, usually the flat white of a of a wedding cake and using that as, as a background your, as your like movie screen to mm-hmm. project something. I have never heard of that. I think it sounds super fucking fun. I would love to see that. I would like in the moment at a wedding where everything's kind of going like, okay, we're going to cut the cake and you need people to pay attention and it's hard to get everyone's attention. You turn off the lights and do a laser show in the middle of your wedding reception. I think that's awesome. People are paying attention. You're taking focus to the thing that you paid a lot of money for. Mm-hmm. You added lasers, which children love and adults. And me, clearly. And, <laughs> and me. I just learned about this and I fucking love it. I'm in. No yeah. Vogue. Yeah, no. Hell no. Keep it. Are you kidding? Laser show in the middle of your wedding. Yes. This sounds fun. That was cool. I like it. <laughs> Who wouldn't <laughs> like that? Well, they're saying to not do something as small and special as a wedding dessert. But that looked awesome, that video you just showed. I think that sounds fun. If you have the money and you're into it, that sounds like a good time. Agreed. Yeah, I can't wait. You guys are going to look at the link in the show notes. You can watch one of them. We just did and we loved it. Yep, we're in. Yeah. Okay. Next. Next. Never ending skits. Right now it's popular to have bridal parties prepare skits and short shows to perform during dinner. But I think it's a big mistake to have overly long or unprofessional components such as this. If this is a trend you really want at your wedding, ask your wedding planner or family members to get involved in the prep work to ensure that any such act is tasteful, executed properly, and of an appropriate length. I 100% agree with them. I don't want to watch a fucking skit at your wedding. That's weird. (laughs) I'm not going to somebody's like dance recital or like your kid's like talent show. True. But like, seriously, how long are these weddings becoming? Because I thought (laughs) speeches happen during wedding. When is the speech? Is this taking place of that? Sure. It's kind of like a flash mob, but like for people who can't dance. Listen, I think this works if you are a theater person. Yes. If you were a fucking theater nerd. But that's what it's saying is talent. If you're in theater, you have talented friends. You have talented friends. You know how to do a, a tight three minutes in yes. and out. Everyone gets a brief solo. We move on. Yeah. This, you better have the right people or this is just more painful than a speech. <laughs> True. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I, if you were like, should we do a, a, a skit? The answer can be no. <laughs> No one is like, ooh, a skit. No one's excited for the moment where the skit begins. No. I'm uncomfortable for you. Like, it might go well, but the odds are slim. You better be like Lin-Manuel Miranda, who did have a skit at his wedding reception, which I've seen, and it's super cute, and I will put in the notes. Again, talented. so many notes in this episode. I know. (laughs) We have a lot to say. But he's a Broadway Tony winning. Is he an EGOT yet? Uh, If not, he's he's got a close. Sure. He might. I'll, I'll also put in the notes if he is an EGOT or not, guys. <laughs> but um, yeah, if you're literally like a theater, either professional or some sort of college level, or like there's genuine, like real talent there that you want to showcase because you have a lot of friends that do that, blah, 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 maybe. But for the most part, guys, this is a bad idea. So, so maybe move away from the skits. Are you Googling the EGOT thing for me now? I am. Okay. It's like me looking up the the word for Shino. Almost. He's almost. Oh, what is he missing? Is he even Emmy? Oscar, I think. He, he needs an Oscar? an Oscar to become an EGOT winner. Oh, okay. He needs an Oscar. Okay, well, get to it. Maybe he'll <laughs> get on it, Lynn. What a lazy dude, right? I know. Ugh. Seriously. <laughs> um, so 
You ready for the next one? Now that we've we've, we've sidetracked into talking about Lynn <laughs> manuel Miranda's career. Yes. We're both Hamilton nerds, as you know. So this can happen every once in a while. <laughs> okay. The next one up is guest performers. Guest, by the way, was in quotation marks. Of course, if you have a truly talented family member or friend, like Lin-Manuel Miranda, they didn't put that in there, (laughs) then by all means, ask them to do a number with the band. Unfortunately, some weddings have devolved into an amateur talent show with a myriad of not-so-amazing guests on stage. Oh, no. I completely agree. Yes. You know what? You want to do a drunken karaoke night as your after party? Sure. Yes. That is a good way to please people like that. But don't just hand a mic to every... Nobody wants no, that. Nope. Nobody wants that. Not that is a killer. Totally agree yeah. with Vogue. Yeah. Okay. Pammy, you're next. Open seating. Open seating is starting to become a trend. And frankly, I don't think it works. You spend all year designing a beautiful tabletop and then guests go wild and when they can just sit wherever they want. <laughs> this is amazing. Go wild? I've seen people pull up chairs and add seats to tables and move plate sittings around, avoid this altogether, and stick with place cards. I know it's a lot of work to make a seating chart, but you'll be glad you did in the end. But I think we know how I feel about this. Oh, because you like it. I like it, and I had it. You did it. Yes. And I was team, everybody gets a seat, you sit where I fucking tell you. I will say, if you remember David Kantrowitz when he was on talking about his um, rehearsal dinner and how he got annoyed that nobody knew where to sit and everyone was being weird about it, mm-hmm. and it got weird and he got really stressed out and it bothered him. Yes. So if I think for this one, it's all about knowing your audience. True. If you've got dummy drama-rama idiots, or if you're a person that would be upset by this sort of thing. Yes. Then by all means. I was very proud of our guests they figured it out and one of the reasons you um, also are not a type to give a shit and either is your husband no like you kind of well we also did family style jeff loves chaos i'm i'm sure the moment where everyone like (laughs) scrambled and it was like crazy jeff was like in his element just like cackling away (laughs) we weren't paying attention we're like everybody's sitting eating great Move on. We also had all had a drink at that point or two. So we were all fine with it. (laughs) As long as there's a seat for everybody, which there was, you know, you figure it out. So they're saying open seating is a bad idea. I'm saying it's fine. I don't agree with them. I think you can still do it. I think so, too. Also, you know, we did our wedding was on the smaller side. So I think that maybe it would have been a different thing. That's a good point. And we also did very long tables. So, um... I think maybe if open seating was different, like if you had just like six or seven tables, then yeah. everybody's like, I don't know where to sit. I I get that. But we just did two very long tables. So it's pretty easy to figure out That's a, a good spot. point. Yeah. So if you're going to do this, make sure the tables are either ton, like big ones or, or just one big long one. I like that idea. I like it. Um, yeah, I think it's fine. I think if you know your audience and you don't give a shit, then everyone's a grown up and they'll figure it out. Also, yeah. you don't sit that long anyway. No. And the people that do, they'll find each other and they'll move down and they'll talk to each other. Like, that's the thing is that you put your stuff down and then you just go talk to people and you get up and move yes. around. Yes. That's totally normal. Yes. I think it's fine. Okay. Up next, overdoing dinner choices. Do not provide a choice of at dinner. It significantly slows down the flow of any event and adds to the budget. As long as you can have a silent vegetarian option on hand, you should be all set. I mean, well, don't you pick ahead of time if you're going with that route? 
yeah, but then people don't remember what they asked for and they get weird and blah, blah, blah. I think this is like, I mean, every catering company who does weddings is prepared for people to throw weird things at them like this. Sure. I think if you just, I mean, hey, I wouldn't give people like eight options, but I think your standard three is fine. Yeah, I agree. This is weird <laughs> and unnecessary. I mean, at the end of the day, do what you want for food. People will live with it and move on and you'll never know. There's food. It's yeah. Good. I mean, I guess, again, I don't really think this is a thing, but I guess I, I agree. Do not overdo the dinner choices, but I don't think the way they're describing it. I'm going to technically agree with them, but also be like, mm. What do you think? I agree. Okay. On to the next one. You go. Mm-hmm. It's perfect that I'm reading this one. My God. <laughs> Family style food service. While this is a great idea for the rehearsal dinner or a brunch, it rarely works for the wedding itself. Large platters of food leave little room for centerpieces. Additionally, guests who are all dressed up are not very happy about hoisting and passing platters to one another. Pammy, remind people what kind of wedding you had. <laughs> Family style dinner. <laughs> it was fine. Which it worked. And we actually got lots of compliments on it because A, the food was really good. Yeah. Shout out to Brianna. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she did several small platters. So it wasn't like people were hoisting big platters of food. They were smaller and she had several moved around. Also, this goes back to the greenery and not having, we had just rose petals and this is when mason jars were still okay. Um, <laughs> they're still fine guys. Do what you want. <laughs> um, but we had very small, so, um, table settings. So there was plenty of room. But, I had planned for that. I yeah. knew I was doing family style, so I made sure there was room. Maybe that's more the note than anything else, is that whatever style serving or food type you have, you act accordingly when it comes to the rest of the table setting. Well, and also that went for that went with our no, um, no seating chart, is that we wanted people to meet, and that was part of the family style, so people could learn and be like, hey, can you pass me that, and kind of engage with everybody and people that they didn't necessarily know. Yeah, I think that um, that's kind of silly. I think it's fine. Yes. Yeah, I don't agree with them. I, I definitely still. don't. Well, yeah, you're you're a hard <laughs> no. You're a hard no. Yes. I understand some of what they're saying, but I also think that a decent catering company knows not to give heavy plates that people can't handle Yeah. and would work around the plate. You're fine. Just keep your family style if you want it. It's fine. Um, and it's fun. Up next, Naked Cakes. Save naked cakes for backyard barbecues and Pinterest boards. Okay, weddings are fucking Pinterest boards galore. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Let me start over. <laughs> barbecues and Pinterest boards and up the ante on desserts. The more whimsy and the wackier, the better. I I only agree with this is because I like frosting. <laughs> so a naked cake, I'm like, where's the rest of the cake? The negative about the naked cake is that your little projection video thing on it won't work as well. That's true. <laughs> I like a naked cake. I think it's pretty. And I think it goes with certain vibes. I agree. I think they're pretty. I just, I want frosting. Yeah. Okay. That's so you're, personal you're agreeing with them and I am not. Okay. What's next? Next up is ice cream, sandwiches, and other messy treats. Well, it can be so fun to treat your guests to nostalgic goodies late at night. Ice cream sandwiches are messy. True. Give them something that won't make their hands all sticky. Or if you're really into ice cream, put together a Sunday bar or a milkshake station. Yeah, okay. I 
like the idea of things not wanting to be messy. Yeah. You could also just, it needs to be in some sort of container that makes sense. Yes. If you're going to do it. Yes. But yeah, you can get the same vibe. I think that, you know, what sucks is that ideally when you see this or when you're thinking about it, you think ice cream sandwiches are good because they're portable and easy to walk away and they only take one hand. Yeah. Whereas like a Sunday is like a two hand, then you have a spoon, then we're going to throw away, blah, blah, blah. So I understand the intent behind it. But yeah, if it ends up being kind of messy. I can just see on my fingers, like the yeah. mess that an oh, ice yeah. cream sandwich And you're in like leaves. this beautiful dress that you don't want to get all fucked up. Yeah. Okay. I'm fine with that. I actually kind of agree with them. Yeah. Be fun, but be mindful of not um, being too messy. Yeah. The mess. Yeah. Be mindful that people are in their, their fun little party clothes. Yes. And look nice. Um, okay. Next. <laughs> I, you know what, Pam? Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you get this one. I get to read this one? <laughs> yeah, you do. Because <laughs> you'll actually put some passion into it. You're going to put your heart into this one. It's true. Go for it. Food trucks. <laughs> Late night visits from your favorite food truck have started to feel like an expected feature rather than a welcome surprise. Instead, get creative when it comes to midnight sustenance. Okay, I'm just going to write down yes and no. (laughs) No, I don't think. Okay, so we've talked about food trucks many, many times. We have, but I don't, but this doesn't necessarily get to the heart of what I think with food trucks. What's your problem with food trucks? Is it being the main meal? Oh. This is like the after we're, you know, surprise, after you're drunk, you know, whatever, yes. late night. I'm cool with that. Oh, shit. I got to update. God damn it. So you don't. So well, you agree with them or you don't? It, this, you do not agree with them on this. Holy shit. Things are changing. Um, it's not, though. Yeah. I yeah, mean. Like that's what you want a food truck to be. You yes. want it to be a treat and not the meal. Agreed. Yes. Yes. So we think they're dumb. Yes. So we think that Vogue is wrong. Correct? I do. I think it's wrong. I think it's fine. Yeah, I still think it's fun. Yeah. For I'm, I'm late always, night visits. I'm always team food truck. Have fun. Those food that food and food trucks are always fantastic. And it is still a welcome surprise. Yeah. Come on. It, everything's gonna be a fucking surprise. It's a goddamn wedding. Yes. <laughs> How many surprises? Do you need a surprise? I'm okay with not being surprised at a wedding. <laughs> surprise, we got married. <laughs> surprise. Like it's so stupid. Yeah. Late okay. night food truck still is awesome. Okay. okay. I'm on to the next one. We're getting close to the end. I know. Um bouquet tosses. Ooh. It's 2019. Your single girlfriends in search of a significant other are swiping through their phones rather than crossing their fingers to catch a bunch of blooms. Agree. True. I listen, I understand if you think it's fun do your thing i have always hated them you have that's just me i think some patriarchal I bullshit i loved them as a little girl because i was always low to the ground and was able because it always the bouquet would bounce off yeah and then hit the floor and i was there thing. to swoop i could get along with all the kids get to toss get to catch something because it's fun for kids just to catch something like a baseball at a baseball game yeah I'm okay with that. If you want to have little kids and you throw things and they get to catch it. But embarrassing your single friends yeah, is like, like if they're not. Yeah. I mean, some people are getting married early and you have a lot of single friends. Like if you're one of the first one, then it can be fun. Something like that. Yeah. Maybe pull the crowd a little bit ahead of time. Not know like, your audience. Not, yeah. Know your, that's what I mean. Like ask your girlfriends in advance. Yeah. Be like, I think this is dumb. Also, it should be co-ed. I'll just say it. I think it's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you want to do a twist on it to make it feel inclusive and not so silly, go ahead. Um, but yeah, I hate them. I always have. <laughs> yes, you have. I have. I think it's stupid. Um, uh, okay. Am next. I, next. Yes. Go. Wedding favors. 
Take a pass on wedding favors. They're an unnecessary expense that is often left behind. And after all, who wants another tchotchke or, uh, to stuff in their junk drawer? If it's really about showing thanks, offering something that can be joyed, enjoyed in the moment to express your gratitude. I mean, I'm fine with this idea. If you want to skip a wedding favor, I would never notice. Yeah. I, I'm never remembering that that's a thing. No. But if you like them or you have some fun thing that you want to give away, I think it's cool. I think you can be creative and... Yeah. What did you... you know. Did you do anything? Well, we did wine glasses. That's right. Because I um, never got one and then you gave them to me like recently, like yes. six months ago. Yes. <laughs> And it's funny because Jeff's parents just, they're like, do you still have some? I'm like, yeah, I think we still have a couple. And so we gave them a couple because they are just a really perfect size. Yeah. And and so we just kind of did that as like, here's your wine glass for the night and, you know, take it home. Yeah. So So it was practical and it felt fun. Yeah, we did... um we did kind of a two-parter. One is that we made a donation to um, the Arbor Front, National Arbor Association, right? Foundation, mm-hmm. National Arbor Foundation, I think is what it's called. Because we did have to dig up, I think, two or three trees in order to do the apple orchard wedding. wedding yeah. And it broke my mother-in-law's heart. So we donated for more trees to be planted, which she really appreciated. And then also um, my buddy Paul Kaolo has been on the show. His mom made us a bunch of chocolate chip cookies. And she did that for all of her kids, um, for all of her kids and all of her weddings. So she extended the offer to me and she's done it for other people too. She just shows up with like bags, bags and bags and bags of chocolate chip cookies and all individually wrapped. Yes. And they were yummy as hell. And they are delicious. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely had some like when I got home that night, like, you know what I mean? Like still in a (laughs) wedding dress being like, I'm going to eat another cookie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So the next one is overly staging your wedding. Great photos are everything, yes, but don't turn your wedding into an overly posed editorial shoot. The day comes and goes so fast, you should enjoy every minute of it. Stay off your phone and immerse yourself in the moment instead. The best shots are the ones where you're having the time of your life. Oh, that's the last one, too. That was la- the number, oh. number last. Number last. <laughs> number Perfect. 37. Okay. All right. Sure. I mean, I agree in life in general, this is a good advice. Yeah, agreed. Like, make sure you get the shots you want. And then also, you paid photographers for a reason. Yes. But also, I think this goes back to the whole, like, hedge wall thing where I'm, like, the people that are planning weddings are a little bit older than sometimes the people getting married. And there is, like, a cultural shift of, like, posing for Instagram and, like, being on your phone a little bit more and it just feeling natural and fluid because that's just how you've always lived your life. True. And that's how you communicate with people and that's how you connect. How you show and, yeah. Yeah, and I think sometimes older generations don't understand that it doesn't mean that you're isolating yourself necessarily. It's just a different way of communicating. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, but in general, I think the vibe is correct and, yeah, fucking enjoy yourself. So I'm going to actually agree with them with an asterisk. Oh. What do you think? Yeah, I agree too. I can't believe we're ending this on, on both of yes? the last two we agree with them on. <sighs> That's nuts. Okay, I'm going to tally it up, but I'm actually like this year, maybe because the list was longer, but and maybe we're just a little less bitter, but we, or maybe more <laughs> bitter. I don't really know what it says about us, but we agreed with them more than I was expecting. I did too. Um, okay, hold on a second. One, two. Okay, so in the end, <laughs> you agreed with Vogue 14 times. What? Out of 37. That's close to half. Almost. And I did 12. I agree with 12 of the things, which I'm actually sure. Sh- I would thought it was going to be like three. <laughs> I didn't know I'd even get double digits. So. Wow. Our battle with Vogue is less contentious than we thought. 
But we knew that you uh, that I would agree more than yeah, you did. And you did. So, just yes. barely. Barely. Just squeaking um, by. I know. That was fun. That was so I'm fun. I'm glad this is an annual tradition. I know. I put, can't wait till next and year. And you put a Google alert on your <laughs> phone to get this. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. Arguing with Vogue. I'm already excited for next January. <laughs> <laughs> I love arguing with the magazine. <laughs> Various wedding planners around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's it. We can move on to our bridal breaks, Pam. Yeah, that's it. So um, for any of our new listeners, bridal breaks are just suggestions that we give not only to brides, but to anyone helping to plan a wedding, a fun things to do that have nothing to do with wedding planning so you can enjoy your life and not obsess over your custom hashtag or if you should have a flower crown or if all your girls need to be matchy matchy just like enjoy (laughs) your life for a bit um pam usually gives um a cocktail i do do you have one for this week you know what i i definitely do okay so this episode is going to air right before the super bowl Oh, yeah. And go um, Rams, by the way. My husband's a Patriots fan and I'm a Rams fan. It is going to be heated. He's a little annoyed with me because I'm a I've only been a Rams fan since they moved back to L.A. And I'm just leaning in hard about how hardcore I am as a Rams fan. Oh, my gosh. Hilarious. Not amused. (laughs) Um, Jeff is kind of taking it as a win win situation. He's a Patriots fan, but he's like, yeah, you know, the Rams win. Cool. I would love that attitude in my house. It does not exist. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah. He keeps randomly when nothing else is going on and we just have to be in the same room. We'll just go, I think we're going to win. Yeah, we're going to win this. And I'm like, we. I'm in the room. (laughs) We. Anyway. Who's we? It's fine. We'll get through this as Um, a family. (laughs) So, yeah. So, my cocktail this week is if you're having a Super Bowl party or, you know, your husband is also... I mean, Brooke and I both are... Yeah. Huge football fans. Yeah. This doesn't have to um, be a guy thing. It doesn't. Fuck that. It's fuck, true. Fuck flower tosses and the idea that women can't like football. There you go. Um, so this is a Super Sunday punch bowl of freedom for your Super Bowl party. Okay. And I found this on liquor.com. Love it. So it's and a big old bowl of punch with like a boatload of booze. Pretty much. Sold. It's pretty awesome. Sounds great. Um, this is, and it's kind of spicy. So because it's wintry, you know, it still has a little bit like spice of like cinnamon and, and allspice and cloves. Love it. Um, and then the liquor is bourbon, Mm -hmm. apple brandy. Yes. Throw some ruby red grapefruit juice. Okay. Honey and sweet tea. I'm kind of in. Right? Because I like sweet tea vodka. This is so tasty and it's still good for like a January drink and you can make it on liquor.com. It's a, it's a, a big amount. So it is for like a punch bowl party type Mm -hmm. of deal. Yeah. I would drink the shit out of that. Sounds really good. Yeah. 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 I'm in, I'm in. If they had like a little bit of fireball in there too. Oh yeah. I'm just saying, if you want to, you want to really get wasted, add some fireball. (laughs) That's my break. Just add fireball to everything. (laughs) Okay, so I've decided that I'm going to do two bridal breaks to make up for the fact that we don't have a guest. Okay, so we have okay, three. okay, okay. She, by the way, guys, when I first said it, she made a face. I rolled my eyes. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked up. Um, so the first one is just like a simple, cute one. And it is um, a um, Twitter account that's called at round boys. It's round underscore boys. Okay. And it's just pictures of round shaped animals. 
dogs are like puffy little dogs and puffy little bunnies. And anything that's like kind of round and Ruthie is definitely a round animal. She, she could, has like a round she little be belly. Yes. She's a little round girl. But anyway, it's just cute little animals and it just makes me smile. So that's my first one. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's cute. Twitter I like animal. I like adding like silly things to my feeds, you know? Yes. It's my thing. So um, yeah, round boys. Um, the other one is, um, okay, so it's called Back to Back Chef. And it is, What's you know, this? Bon Appetit, which is like the the cooking magazine. magazine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's all about like teaching you how to cook really like kind of nicer stuff. Mm-hmm. That's one of their big things, but also doing it in a simple way that you can understand. That's sort of their vibe. And mm-hmm. also like beautiful restaurants and places to go, blah, blah, blah. But um, they have this series um, on YouTube called Back to Back Chef. And it's a really simple concept, but it's super fun. So the idea is they have on um, a celebrity. Mm-hmm. And then they have one of their chefs and they're it, they're shooting this in the test kitchen. So they have one camera that's shooting basically both of these people together. Okay. And then the other two cameras are facing the two cooking stations. And what they do is the two people turn their backs to each other. So they're just facing their own cooking stations, but, mm-hmm. they're, but they're back to back, hence okay. the back to back chef. Back to back chef. And then all the ingredients are already laid out and weighed and measured and everything perfect in the little jars as if you're watching a cooking show. Yeah. And then the professional chef that works for Bon Appetit verbally instructs the celebrity how to make the dish they're going to make. Like they know ahead of time what they're making. Mm-hmm. Like I watched the, the latest one I watched was um, Ellie Kempler, the girl from uh, Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. And she had to make these crepes. So the person is just described, okay, put this on here, heat this up here, blah, blah, blah. And it's fun because you get to watch an expert do it. Mm-hmm. And then like a completely like novice person, she's very honest. She's like, I am a terrible cook. Like I don't cook much at all. Like I can open a can of soup. So she's definitely like, you're kind of getting the amateur like person kind of flailing about, mm-hmm. but getting good instructions and trying to take just verbal instructions to do what is kind of a visual thing. Okay. And each one is like maybe 15 minutes. And at the end of each, each dish that's made, they sit down and they try each other and they talk about it okay and you genuinely learn how to make the dish but you do it in such a fun way and it's such a fun different way to see like a celebrity who you sort of might know from certain things kind of get in this like totally different state when Mm -hmm. you're being instructed but i've watched a couple episodes and i freaking love it so back to back chef isn't that cute how did she do you know what she did not that bad yeah. And one of the things that they did was they said when it comes to making pancakes and crepes, because it takes a while for a pan to get completely evenly heated, yeah. your first pancake always sucks. And crepes are just kind of a thin pancake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the first crepe was terrible. And she's like, just expect it to be terrible. Just make it. And then by the time she made her second or third one, they got pretty good. Nice. Yeah. And she made like this orange marmalade stuff to go with it. It was cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good so it's fun. Yeah, it good, good job, Ellie. But yeah, so back to back chef. I'll like link to it. But it's Bon Appetit's like youtube page basically yeah it's really cute i like it yeah so that's the brattle breaks guys all right and now we get to tell everybody more ways to find out information about our show yeah we do it in the form of a quiz we do pam (laughs) has been studying up let's see how she does this week no she makes a face she has not been studying up the one (laughs) i can't wait for the day you come in and be like i've been studying yeah (laughs) so pam if people want to find out more about our show what website should they go to Go to WeddingConfessionals.com. From there, you can get links to our social media accounts. Where mm-hmm. are we on social media? You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Yeah. Um, from there, you can also on our website find show notes. So more details that you want of the shows and yes. pictures of every episode. And there's a lot on yeah. this one. <laughs> yeah, right. Lots of show notes. Um, 
Also, from there, you can send us information about how to tell us your confessionals, because mm-hmm. most times the episodes, we have confessionals. So if this is the yes. first time you're listening to us, well, that was a fun episode, but it's not normal. <laughs> it's not. Um, but we like to hear from you guys. It's all anonymous, and it's all in fun. Send us your questions. Send us your rants. Um, Pammy, what is yes. the email address you can send to um, learn? Sorry, to send us your confessionals. What's the email address? Weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. If you want to leave us a voicemail that we will transcribe and not use your voice and change mm-hmm. the names, uh, where should you call us? What's the number? The number is 434 Yep. 933-2663. Yes, 434-933-2663. The third option is to go to our website, which again is... Weddingconfessionals.com. Click on a tab that says... Tell us your secrets. Yes. From there, you just type in a name. Yep. Clickety-clack your drama. Tippity-tap. Hit submit. <laughs> Tippity-tippity. Also, we're on a bunch of different podcast providers. Yes. Um... I have put them in alphabetical order for my own amusement. Mm-hmm. Obviously, submit, subscribe, hit five stars, whatever, on every single one of them. Please. Um, <laughs> let's see how many you can get right in alphabetical order. Oh, boy. Starting with Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Yep. Caspa. Yep. Castro. Yep. Downcast. Yep. Google Play. Yep. iHeartRadio. Yep. Overcast. Yep. Player FM? Yes. Pocket Cast? Yes. Podbean? Yes. Podcast Attic? Yep. Podcast Land? Yep. Podcast Republic? Yes. Mm, Three, two. There's another one. Podcast. Uh, you ended with Podcast Republic, right? Yes. The next one is Pod Paradise. Pod Paradise. Pod Tail, Radio Public, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Tune In, and YouTube. You did pretty good. I did. That was over half. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I tell you. 2019 is your year, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it, Pammy. That's it. We'll see you guys next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song. And David Kancherwitz for our fantastic logo. And Ramsey Millette and Brian Maylard for their technical support. If you want to learn more about our show, where you gotta go, Pam? Check out our website, weddingconfessionals.com. That's it, girl. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.